welcome in to day three of November of Caitlin's Craft Collective's Wovember. How are you today? Uh, end of a working week for me, so hurry. We had great fun to, uh, this week on Tuesday with it being Halloween. Today they were learning about Guy Fawkes and next week we're doing Poppies and Remembrance. So last this week I had my pumpkin garland up on the front of my door and uh, I crocheted them. And I'm just sort of doing a wee recap of what I've been making. I will come on to November in a second. And then I've made some poppies and I've got them on a garland on my door. And I think after that comes down, I'm going to start with a winter garland for a bit. And then I'll start putting Christmas decorations on it. I've been crocheting them, but um, I've got out my um, Sue Stratford 20 Christmas decorations to make. So I think I might knit some of them. In fact, I might actually make all the same uh, with the jumpers and then put their initial on the front of it for the bairns and then give them out uh, at the end of term because Mrs Hunt is like that. Okay, so November. Today's prompt is called Adaptation. Um, <laughs> adaptation when it comes to wool. So I thought about it. I came up with a couple of things and then asked Richard and he came up with a really good one. So I shall start with what I started with and it is adaption to patterns. So you've seen something in pattern and you think, oh, I really like that. And then you look into it a little bit more and you are thinking, oh, eh, I can't actually afford all that yarn because that's expensive stuff that it's been knit in. Uh, mm, uh, mm, what can I do? My listeners, you can adapt it. You can uh, use your stash yarn, if it's yarn or wool, and if, as long as it's the same uh, weight of yarn, I think you should be okay, mostly. But you take into consideration what actual type of garment you're making. So if it's to be a cosy undergarment, you would something want something that is quite soft and supple and will sit nicely on your skin. That could be different wools for different people because different people have different reactions to a pure wool. And you, if you were making an outer garment, such as a big heavy winter cardigan or jumper, you would maybe use certain rarer, not rarer, a more sturdier breed, such as we were discussing yesterday, like the North Ronald Sea Sheep and a, a Manx kind of coat or a Jacob. But if you were wanting something that was going to sit on your skin, you would maybe go for something that was finer grade wool as a merino or a blue lester or something else like that or if it was a fibre maybe a silk or a kid silk mohair but I would recommend and nobody ever wants to hear this attention square because even though the designer has made that garment and they have used a specific wool if you still go for that specific wool, your tension on your needles 
is probably not going to be the same as the person who has knitted it because even if you knit quite neutrally like me some of the time um you've got quite a often hits the tension square requisite and then you think that's a waste of time knitting four inches Uh especially if it's a four ply or below then you might think that you're wasting your time but time spent in reconnaissance is seldom wasted because for the amount of time that you're actually going to use the garment or object then it is worth doing that little bit of reconnaissance to see that your finished garment is going to sit nicely or wear nicely and there's times where I've not done it for instance I'm sitting wearing a lush cardigan by Tin Can Knits and I used an acrylic yarn and it's too soft it just falls open and the buttons kind of fall open the entire time and I can only wear it a specific way so that's one of my regrets that I at the time couldn't afford to pay for some nicer wool for this an actual wool because I've seen this knitted in quite a few different types of wool and yarns and fibres and this cardigan itself does lend itself to more of a not sturdy sturdy wool but medium sturdy it wants to sort sit and be able to withstand the weight of buttons down the front of it and also because it's a yoke cardigan there's quite a lot of um, pulling on where the yoke is not a lot I don't say I put a lot of weight and expanded it or anything but um, it's just the way that the garment sits and I love it and I always want to make another one but I'll definitely going to make it with a wool a pure wool so that's the kind of thing that we like to think of when you're adapting a pattern you can also adapt a pattern to fit you better uh, because not everybody is the same shape as the pattern for instance um, the severing cardigan the beautiful model in the pattern pictures I'm wondering if it is Vanessa Smith I, th- I like to think it is Vanessa Smith, but she's got a really beautiful, tall, slender um, figure. And I am slightly shorter, and I wouldn't say it was slender, I'm petite. Um, and I will have to, at some point, work out, maybe put in a couple of extra rows in certain places, um, be a bit more generous in some areas, like the bust, to the, the model just for instance and once you've kind of worked out what your shape is where you could do with just adding or taking away then that is extremely good technique and skill to have I was speaking to somebody who didn't think that you needed shaping in a jump part and then I kind of thought actually I do because I've got a different shape to this lovely person Um, and it's just for everybody's shape we adapt or if we can adapt to the pattern to suit it on ourselves better then that time spent in the reconnaissance of making something will look better and you'll feel more comfortable in your beautifully hand-knitted or crocheted garment for instance the granny hexagon cardigan that i'm making just now whilst i'm not using pure wool i 
I don't actually do attention square because I just wanted to crochet. <laughs> but it's really good for adjustment. You can adjust the length of the sleeves. You can adjust whether to have cuffs or not. You can adjust the back for the width if you need it. You can adjust to have pockets. Pockets is. Everybody likes pockets. Or a hoodie. Um, it, there's quite a lot of adjustment opportunities. So I quite like that as well. And then Richard suggested, and this wasn't the, the really cool one, was adjusting to learning something left-handed. Because that's a skill in itself. And then sort of going further on that, the knitting community and crafting community a couple of years ago, and it hasn't properly finished doing this. I don't know whether it ever will bless us. Not even bless us, actually, that's the wrong word. Um, we should. And I say this from my hand and my heart, everybody should make sure that we are more inclusive and adapt everything so that everybody can be included in the craft because there is very much a lack of diversity and inclusivity for, say, disabilities or gender in the crafting world. So I think that. Um, it should be open to everybody and if it if you don't see yourself there why should you engage and that's one of the reasons I started this podcast is I didn't hear a Keithness accent on anything um, the only one that was I could think of was the broadcaster Leslie Reddick and even her accent isn't a very strong Keithness accent in fact, my accent isn't a very strong Keithness accent in comparison to other people's. So I know that a lot of people who have tried my podcast don't get it and they don't want to spend the time trying to work out what I'm saying. And that's fine. But at the same time, they have to expect I don't really want to have to spend time listening to them, even though I could probably understand them better. Because I often take the time to sit and try and work out a different accent. So... The fact that I've adapted, or I am trying to adapt my audience in the knitting world to include a Keithness accent is my point. And there is a huge crafting audience out there. I mean, craft, crochet, for instance, has got a good resurgence just now. And it used to just be a granny thing. Your granny would crochet a blankie and... Um, there's some hideous patterns from the 70s, <laughs> some pretty cool patterns from the 60s, but then I don't really like the 70s patterns, you know. So now crochet's cool and crochet's all over TikTok and it's a granny hexagon cardigan, I think, that's helping this trade. So it can be done. Right, listeners, I hope you have a nice Friday for what's left of it or if you're listening on Saturday or whenever. And I shall see, keep on crafting. Thank you.